The mind-body connection is everything. In Qigong, we have a saying, energy flows where the mind goes. And so it's important to arm ourselves mindfully with what we need in order to succeed. So again, even if it's skincare, you have to have that mental capacity to be consistent, to recognize what's happening in order to fix that problem. Hi, everybody. We're in the midst of recording our next round of shows. But in lieu of going radio silent for a few weeks, I thought it would be much better to rebroadcast some of our favorite shows. There's a good chance you haven't heard this one before. But if you have, maybe you will learn something new. Hi, everybody. We're back with another remix episode. And it is my pleasure to bring to you again my conversation with Dixie Lincoln Nichols, the founder of Inside Outer Beauty Market, where the tagline is where beauty runs deep. And as part of our remix, Dixie's going to share four new tips on how you can buy toxicant-free beauty and wellness products. So please stay tuned to the end. But in the meantime, let's get started with this episode. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Start Right Here. We are the podcast that puts the spotlight on the career paths of BIPOC beauty professionals, entrepreneurs, and creatives, as well as issues related to beauty and inclusion impacting us in the industry, as well as impacting consumers. I'm your host, Corinne Corbett, and I hope that conversations on this show help fuel your path to success. Today, I'm really excited to welcome Dixie Lincoln Nichols, who is a woman who has taken self-care, wellness, and beauty and made it a business imperative. She is the CEO and founder of Inside Outer Beauty And she is going to tell us how she created her business and found herself on this path. Welcome, Dixie. Thank you so much for having me. I have to tell you, you've been a fan. I've been fangirling about you for years since I had my first business. You gave me my first review on Essence. So I feel so humbled and I'm so excited. I can feel the butterflies in my stomach. Thank you for having me. (laughs) I'm so excited to have you here. And I had no idea when I reached out that you were the same person. So this is a really, (laughs) really fortuitous uh, coincidence. Can you give us your 30 second bio? Absolutely. Like you said, my name is Dixie Lincoln Nichols. I am the founder of Inside Outer Beauty Market. We are a multicultural retailer curating toxic and free beauty, wellness, personal care, and household care products to support the body inside and out. I'm also a biological science and health educator. I'm also a health and wellness consultant and a Qigong instructor. So you can find me moonlighting in other areas when I'm not working hard on Inside Outer Beauty Market. But they sort of all work together. Yes, yes. The synergy is awesome. Let's move on to the fun questions. Okay, good. What's the first beauty product you ever tried or bought for yourself? Bought for myself. Not first I tried, but Clarisil I bought. Yes, it was the first. (laughs) 
Now, what's the last product you tried? That's a current one that's coming on the store. It's called the Illuminating Oil by a company called SkinFlow. What's the beauty advice you either live by or leave alone? I live by Beauty Runs Deep. What's your favorite essential oil? Lavender. So calming. I'm like laying it on right now. (laughs) I have it on right now too. (laughs) Okay. Green drink or herbal tea? Definitely green drink. What goes in your green drink? Celery, kale, ginger, gives it a really nice spike, cucumber, and lemon. That's the base. Like all my juices have those ingredients. And then I will add maybe some beets or I'll add probably some powder, some sea moss. Yeah. But the base is the ones that I mentioned earlier. Yeah. What's the beauty wellness industry a destination or a detour for you? I love that question so much because health and wellness was always a destination, but the beauty industry was definitely a detour. My goal in life was to become a doctor. I love the body ever since I can remember. It's the one thing that I absolutely loved was the human body, learning about how it worked. And so, like I said, I wanted to go to school to become a doctor. I had my daughter at 19. And so things got in the way, life got in the way. And I pivoted, made some detours (laughs) and had planned on going back to medical school, but didn't because life got in the way I got in my own way. And then later on started looking at what do I love and how can I create a career that I absolutely adore and I'm passionate about knowing what I know about the body. And so I happened upon this path of entrepreneurship because of my love for the body. So the detour into the wellness industry now was simply because I loved it so much and I didn't get the opportunity to go to medical school, which I think was God sending me his answer. Like, no, that's not where I want you. I want you somewhere else. So yeah, so I love what I do now and where I am. The detour has taken me exactly where I want to be. Let's talk about your first job. You started as an educator. Let's talk about what that job taught you and where it led you. Of course, like I said, I wanted to go to school to become a doctor, did pre-med, and then decided, well, I have my child. I'm going to focus on raising a daughter with my husband, and I'll go to medical school later on. But I needed to pay bills in the meantime. So when I left, I was like, what can I do? Well, how can I make a living doing what I love and teaching people about the body at the same time? And so teaching was the only option that I found would work for me at the time. So I got myself a teaching position, a biological science teaching position. Teaching was not in that capacity, wasn't really what I wanted, but I loved the subject area so much that I endured and it taught me resilience for sure. So that lesson I have taken with me throughout my life because teachers, I respect them. They are the lifeline, the heartbeat of the education system. I mean, most of us go through the education system to arrive where we are. And so their jobs are so incredibly difficult and hat goes off to them. So it taught me resilience, but it also taught me how to impart information in a very cohesive way so that people can understand. And in doing what I'm doing right now, I've taken that lesson of 
how people learn, how to teach. And I find it incredibly fulfilling because had it not been for my teaching experience, it would not be as easy for me to teach people about their body, to teach people how to navigate health and wellness and how to utilize their body's gifts, their organs to feel well. That is major. And I do agree with you about people who have chosen education as their career path. My mom was an educator and she was a Spanish teacher and she taught honors Spanish and Spanish sten- stenography. Oh, wow. Never heard of that. Yeah. So she taught at a school in Brooklyn, was on Brooklyn, Queens, Board of Franklin K. Lay High School. And there were a lot of immigrants. So that's why they were in the honors class. And she would teach them to be bilingual office workers too, like give them those skills by teaching them Spanish then on top of everything else. And it takes a lot of guidance because even if I'm guest lecturing at something, I'm exhausted afterwards. And so I have my hats off to everyone who does that (laughs) because it takes a lot of dedication, a lot of energy. A lot of energy. Yeah. How did you go from being a science teacher to deciding to move into beauty and wellness space from the self-care perspective full-time? Good question. Love that question. Like I said, it was not my initial desire to become a teacher, even though I endured and I loved it. There was something missing. And I began to identify that something at around 38 or so. I started feeling this restlessness, this desire to do something different, to show up differently. And I said to myself, well, what can you do? What do you really want to do? Do you want this? Can you endure until retirement? And the answer was a fast no. And so I started going back in my head to what I had learned growing up and the path that I'd taken and what led me on that path. And it was my grandmother uh, growing up back in Trinidad. She taught me how to extract coconut oil on the stovetop when I was six years old. And I loved it. You know, I call my grandmother like, she's like a bush doctor, right? All of the herbs around the house, this lady used it for our well-being, the coconut oil for our skin. It was either that or Vaseline and I preferred the coconut oil. So I thought, you enjoy that so much. Why don't you give it a shot? And to be honest, I always tell people, It was Carol's daughter, Lisa Price. I saw what she was doing at the time and I thought, this is so amazing that she's taken this love for the body and she's created these ingredients in her kitchen, created these products and is making it available to the world. So I decided to follow my heart, just tap into what it is you really want and step out on faith. And so I decided I'm going to take a self-care sabbatical. And I was like, ooh, and people were like, a self-care sabbatical? Girl, are you crazy? Who is going to pay you? And I was like, well, the payment is going to come in what I am going to accomplish. And that's how I looked at it. Because, you know, teachers take sabbaticals, they get 80% of their salary, and then they come back. That was not the case for me. I was like, I need to fill myself up because I hadn't been doing that. I've been supporting my family, supporting my husband on his career track. And I was like, now it's my time. I want to do and honor what my body is asking me to. And so I left. And prior to leaving, I must say I had Dixie Bits. So Dixie Bits was my first company. We had three SKUs and I created all of the products in my kitchen. And then I took it to a lab and we came up with these three wonderful products. You gave me my first review on Essence, which you can't remember. And then I had other notable placements in magazines like InStyle and Natural Health. And so that really got me 
on the path. I was like, you've got this, Dixie. But then something very concerning happened. I remember my uncle using one of my products and he said, you know, this is the only product that I use that doesn't make me sweat. And I thought, really? And he said, yeah. And I was like, it's not a deodorant. None of my products are deodorant. Why are you not sweating? That's not natural. You know, my biological science brain kicked in right there. And I was like, something's not right. So I went back and I looked at the formulation and there were ingredients in there that I realized might have been doing that. And I was like, this is not what's supposed to happen. So I took a step back. It was early enough for me to pivot. So I took a pivot and I said, figure out how you want to show up in this space. And so I did. I was like, I literally stopped the company, I was like, this is it. I have to reevaluate this whole process and switch whatever it is I need to switch because I want to show up in the right way. And so I left my job, went on this self-care sabbatical. And as I left my job, I was diagnosed with uterine fibroids and broke out in horrible cystic acne. Yes. And I was like, what is going on? And so I was going to remove the fibroids because they were causing so much grief, so much pain. And two days before my surgery, The doctor said to me, and this is a female doctor, she said to me, it's going to be okay. I don't know why women are so attached to their uterus, especially if they're not having children. And I was appalled. I mean, I had no words. I couldn't even respond to her because I was so shocked. And I remember going down to my car and my husband was there and he said, are you okay? I said, no. She just said the meanest, nastiest thing anybody can say to someone going into a procedure like that. I'm like, I'm losing a part of my body that had been with me since I was born. So I decided not to do the procedure and take alternative steps to healing. And so that led me down a rabbit hole of research. And thank God I found healing modalities for myself. And I was very strict and very consistent with my routine and what I was putting into my body. That led also to removing certain ingredients that were in products that were hormone disruptors, tightening up my nutrition. And all of that led me while in that process, I began to learn other things like the fact that black women are being marketed some of the most harmful toxicants in the beauty space. We're spending seven plus billion dollars annually, and there is no equity in the space. The clean beauty derivative had started and where were the black voices? Nobody was there. And I said, no, something's got to be done. And it hit me. This is what you've got to do. You have to come in and however you can disrupt and you have to cultivate an atmosphere of equality and equity and diversity and inclusivity within your brand. And that's what I did. That was in an essence, in a nutshell, how Inside Out of Beauty Market began. And the name came from the fact that we are not just looking at beauty from an external perspective. We're also looking at how we can optimize and amplify our internal organs for health and wellness, for skincare, and for mind and body as well. I love the way you describe inside outer market in that it is functional, effective, toxicant-free beauty, wellness, and household brands. So how did you come to build a collection and curate a collection of products the first time? Well, when we just started, I was like, what am I going to do? Nobody knows who I am. I'm coming from nowhere into the retail space, into the clean beauty retail space of that that's being dominated by white women. Who's going to take you seriously? But you know what? I came in with no expectations. I learned that coming in with expectations, you end up being disappointed. So I was like, just go for it. And so I created a wish list of 
people that I wanted to reach out to. I created a deck and I just sent it out. I said, we're going to be launching this company in February and I would love to carry your products. Of course, we set up the company in a legal way. We had our tax ID number and our resale number and we came up with our mission and our vision. And I think it was in synergy with these brands that I had on the wish list. So they were very receptive. You know, I was surprised and of course, ecstatic that I think 90% of them said yes. And so we started with 12 SKUs and then we worked our way from then. Once we got into the market, Beauty Independent gave us our first write-up and we started showing up, like really showing up every single day, reaching the people, our audience and speaking to them. People started to find us. I started going to lots of trade shows and events where people in the clean beauty space was, and not just clean beauty, but also indie beauty, people were hanging out and people started reaching out. Hey, we heard about your brand. We'd like to get on your shelf. So that's how we connect. However, how we get the products, we have a very, I don't want to say impossible standard, but it's a high standard in terms of what we bring onto the shelf. We have a forbidden list and we filter through that forbidden list. If companies have any of the ingredients on that forbidden list, that's the first barrier. We're like, well, we don't take parabens, we don't take sulfates, we don't do fragrances, etc. So that's like the number one thing. And then of course we screen for efficacy. We want to make sure that the brands can do what they say they do. And so we usually test for about six weeks or so, try the products on, engage our senses with them, and then we make a decision if they're a good fit. And of course both parties have to decide, well, hey, it's a go and then we go. Inside Outer Beauty Market is a brick and mortar location. Is it also a website? It's also a website. So we are omni-channel. We are a brick and mortar in Pennsylvania. That's our space. And we have the online part of it, which is great because it's allowed us to reach people all over the country. And even people like we've had orders from London and from the Caribbean. And even though we don't ship directly from our site, we've had people reach out and we found ways to ship to them. So shipping internationally is definitely something we would like to do in the future because we see that people from places outside of the United States are interested in the products that we carry. And brick and mortar right now, I love brick and mortar. I know everyone's moving over to e-commerce, but there is just something about connecting with people on a personal level that the people who come in find rewarding and I also find rewarding. And so right now we're open. I'm hoping to continue to be open because of everything that's going on, but we're doing okay so far. And so we're just hoping that things continue to be okay. During COVID, were your regular customers just asking you to ship product to them when you were unable to be open? How did you manage that period of time? Well, yes. Thank God for our diehard loyal customers. They followed us right online. We were shipping because during COVID, of course, everything was shut down and our sales spiked. So we had a lot of new customers find us during COVID. So our sales tripled during the COVID time to what it was before, because our focus was mainly on the brick and mortar, even though online was there, we were showing up, but it was mainly the brick and mortar where we were putting most of our attention and our emphasis, but COVID came and we quickly pivoted and switched. And we were like, Ooh, this is what we have right now. Stores are closed. And so we worked it until we were able to reopen the stores, which we did back on the 1st of August. And so now we're working both ends of the spectrum. I think that's great that there are 
And I know that there are businesses that have been able to serve people, that they've been able to find you, that they've been able to get stuff that benefits them, products that benefit them, not just physically, but emotionally, spiritually. Let's talk about mind-body connection. There's two things I wanted to touch on. Let's talk about how you look at mind-body connection, because you're also a Qigong teacher, how you look at that and relate it to your business. And does it relate to your business? Absolutely. The mind-body connection is everything. In Qigong, we have a saying, energy flows where the mind goes. And so it's important to arm ourselves mindfully with what we need in order to succeed. So again, even if it's skincare, you have to have that mental capacity to be consistent, to recognize what's happening in order to fix that problem. And in Qigong, we utilize the breath to harmonize mind and body. And so, so many people move into the beauty space again with this one track mind that we put something on the skin and everything is going to be okay. When in fact, sometimes we're just simply stressed and that's mind, you know, we're stressed. And of course, yes, it's hormones as well. But if we can just take our breath and utilize the breath to calm our mind, we can alleviate the stress and we can alleviate some inflammation, which can alleviate some acne, right? And it goes the same with our organs. Sometimes our organs aren't functioning as optimally as they should simply because of external stressors or it might be internal stresses that we are having because of external things like pollutants or maybe workplace relationships or even at-home relationships that are not working well. That could eventually harm or do our bodies a disservice. So first of all, engaging our mind in everything that we do is pivotal. You know, there was this study that was done many years ago about the mind. I forgot what it is, but there was a gene that was located, an inflammation gene. And it shows that doing meditation actually can turn off that gene. And we know that inflammation is the cause of about 70 some odd percent of illnesses in our body, including acne, including liver issues, including gut issues. And so the mind, body, and spirit are all connected. And Inside Out of Beauty is all about that. We personify wellness from a mind, body, spirit perspective. And we want people to understand that in order to have health and wellness, it's imperative that you incorporate all three modalities and amplify all modalities. One of the things that's interesting is that I think Gen Z, for example, is very interested even more than anyone else in what is in their products. And they're asking questions. So how do you educate? How do you use that science background to educate? We talked about teaching. How do you educate like the uninformed that come to you and say, I'd like to try something new? Where do you start them? I love that. I love that Gen Z are leading the way in this and the fact that they're curious because I always say it was my curiosity as a child that led me to this place. And even now, you know, it's my curiosity and my constant desire to learn and know what's going on that keeps me here. And so when we talk about education, first and foremost, I give people information. Like you give people information. I've learned that, but you don't force things down people's throat. This is what we are seeing happening. These are some of the numbers or some of the theories that are out there around toxicants. This is some of the data that's been collected. Here is what's 
going on, you deserve to know so that you can be an informed consumer. Because the goal is really to give people information so that all of the information that's out there so that they can then make the decisions for themselves as to what it is they are going to purchase. Now, whether you decide to do it or not, that's entirely up to you. You have the information that's needed. So we utilize social media Every Sunday, I do a self-care Sunday where I talk about some topic. It could be about sleep. It's very short. It's very brief, but it's you know a one-two punch. Here is a topic. I'm going to just give you some information about it. Sit on that and see how you feel about it. We use our blog to give information as well. We also post every single day. We have lots of informative posts in our stories. We do lives on our platform and on other people's platforms as well. Just educating about ingredient, about facts. We're separating fact from fiction. We're giving the benefits of ingredients as well. So we try to educate as much as we can in every way in the store. Not now, but prior to COVID, we did workshops in the store. We had guests come into the store, invited people. We did screenings every other Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah, so every single opportunity we have to educate, we are educating because I think education is the key. And there are so many BIPOC consumers who are unaware of what is happening, what is going on. And so I feel like it's my obligation to reach as many people as possible. You source new brands. Tell us about some of the brands that are in your store now that you're really excited about and new and existing. New and existing. Okay. So one of our existing brands that I absolutely love is Jack's Organics and Jack's is skincare. So they've got from cleansers to masks, body bombs, soaps. I mean, they've got a whole range of products and they happen to be one of our favorites because it does what it says. And they make it with ingredients that are not harmful yet. The product is so very effective and it's one of our popular ones. Gut health is also crucial for me because it's all about the inner beauty and how we can optimize and amplify our inner organ so that it can benefit our most external organ, the skin. So Gold is an amazing brand. She's all about turmeric and she has three skews in the turmeric range in turmeric category. And so she has matcha, turmeric, and cacao, which happens to be one of my favorites. And it's great because turmeric is one of the most anti-inflammatory ingredient you would ever come across. And so those are older ones. We're working on this amazing brand that I'm trying right now. It's called Skin Flow. The oil is like I'm telling you, your skin feels like silk. It's so great. We're bringing them on board pretty soon. So I'm excited about that. We also have Per Home. Per is detergents, and we've had them on from the very beginning. Talk about the scent that just lights up your laundry. Per Home does it, and the ingredients are so safe and effective. I've not used conventional ingredients or conventional brands for years. And if I don't have her products, I'm like, oh my gosh. And because of COVID, they've been kind of low on stock, but we're getting them back in pretty soon. Another brand that's new, Karate Shea Butter. The Karate is sourced directly from Ghana. It was created by a dermatologist. The ingredients, again, are great for sensitive skin all the way to oily and normal skin. And you know, there's this other issue with normal. So we're looking at how we even look at naming these categories, right? Like what is normal skin? But you get what I'm saying. So there are lots of really exciting brands on our store and we're growing slowly and steadily. We're not feeling rushed to bring everybody on board. We're just bringing ones on board that we think resonate with our consumers. But you mentioned that the BIPOC consumer and being a Black entrepreneur in the clean space, 
why do you think the perception is, and I think it's a perception that clean beauty is not for us? Because I think clean beauty is seen as an elitist category. And of course, we're going to flip that right on its head because it's not. And I'll tell you, it's a direct result of colonialism. Let's be very clear about that. I remember I was at a pop-up shop last year and this man came with his son. He was Rastafarian from Jamaica and he's into clean beauty products, you know, and I use the term quote unquote clean. We love to use the term toxic and free because we feel like that's much more sensitive, but he loves the idea of using natural products. And he came and he bought a couple of things. His son, on the other hand, stood off to the side and he said, come on over, come and get something. And his son's response to me was, oh no, that's for bougie people. And I called him over. I said, come here. I said, no, it's not. I said, do you know where your father comes from? This is what we use. Your father is from the Caribbean and so am I. And we grew up on products that didn't have harmful toxicants in this. This is our heritage right here. You deserve it. And so again, it's the perception that's been created here in the United States of America that these products are only for people of a certain type, people who look a certain way, people who make a certain amount of money and Inside Out of Beauty Market is here to dispel that myth. I'm like, no, my grandmother taught me how to make products without harmful ingredients in them. This is my ancestry. This is from my lineage. Lisa Price, I remember. I always say she is the original clean beauty connoisseur because she started these products in her kitchen. So we've been doing this for a very long time. And it's only fair that we have some equity in this space. It's only fair that we get to package this material in a way so that BIPOC people can also benefit from it because it's from their lineage and we all deserve it. Not just people who come in, take, repackage and resell. Yeah, I'm glad we got to that because I think that's really important. All your hard work is being recognized. I love that I was on the, I guess it's like a Zoom awards. Yes. <laughs> beauty Independent and the Indie Beauty people recognized you with one of the first Beacon Awards as the small indie retailer of the year. That is major. It's major. It was so exciting. Can I tell you, we were so excited, so blown away, ecstatic, thrilled to be acknowledged because we're out here working our butts off, bootstrapping this business because we know that we deserve to be here. And so we're doing what a lot of these bigger brands are doing with so much more money. We're doing with so much less. And so it was absolutely humbling and exciting to be recognized in this space. And it's encouraging also because you see that people are taking notice of what we're doing. Not only that, but I think it's also people are recognizing that what is current is not fair. And people are making an effort to make change. Now, we want that change to be sustainable. We don't want it to be for six months or a year and then it goes away. This must be a change that follows into the next generation and the next, right? That's why we're here. And that's why we're like the pioneers in this movement. Whatever happens, happens. Whether I grow with it or not, who knows? But guess what? The baton is going to be passed on to somebody else. And we want to make sure that the baton gets passed on to BIPOC people because we're spending, again, the most money. And Black women will always spend the most money, I think, on beauty. Now we really want them sinking money into wellness as well, not just cosmetics, but also on well products. And I just want to hit on that, the well products. 
So if someone doesn't know what a well product is, please tell us what they are. Because everyone is not like, as you said, Black women spend a lot on beauty products, but they may not think about the wellness category. How should they invest in themselves in a wellness category? Absolutely. Now, the thing is, it's not to say that cosmetics is not a well product because I think they are all wellness products. It's just that the cosmetic has its own category. But when we say well products, we're talking about ingestibles, products that you take internally to amplify your organs that will and has the ability to affect your skin, has the ability to affect your mind and your body and even your spirit. So taking ingestibles that can amplify your liver function, that can amplify your gut health. And when I talk about gut, I'm talking about all the way from the mouth through the anus, your pancreas, your gallbladder, your stomach, all the places where inflammation can occur or incur, all the places where bacteria can grow out of control. These are products that you also need to be aware of exist because they have an impact on your skin's health. They have an impact on your stress levels. They have an impact on your overall health. When you're putting on your makeup, take two minutes to take a spoonful of turmeric or something that can optimize your gut because it's going to help. It really is important. So is that like prebiotics, probiotics, among other things? I mean, because somebody might recognize like prebiotics or probiotics as a place to start. It's a great place to start because, again, like I said earlier, inflammation is the cause of about 70 to 75% of the illness in our body, including acne. So probiotics can help. You can get them from foods, but you can also get them from supplements and ingestibles. So the prebiotics is the food that feeds the probiotics and helps them to proliferate. You don't want an imbalance of bad versus good bacteria. You want to have the good bacteria outweigh the bad bacteria. And so that helps with inflammation in the gut tract and that again, can help with so many symptoms that we may be experiencing both internally and externally. So yes, put some internal products in your self-care and beauty cabinet. I think that's great. So that you balance out what you're doing. Yes. The inside and the outside. Exactly. (laughs) Just like your business. Just like the business. (laughs) Who is your favorite beauty wellness icon? My grandmother is my beauty and wellness icon. She is beauty inside out. And I learned everything about wellness early in my life from her. So that's my icon. Yeah. Who gave you the best career advice and what was it? Gosh, if she only knows that I'm talking her up like this, she'll be in seven heaven. My grandmother, she she just said, jump and God and life will catch you. And to me, that's beauty because I say it's beauty advice because I am able to do what I love to do and it contributes to how I feel and how I feel is really what explains beauty for me. You know, when I feel great and I'm wonderful, or even when I'm not feeling great and I have the resources that I need to get through that moment, it feels beautiful. So jumping and letting life catch me is the most beautiful thing and advice anybody has ever given me because I took it. (laughs) And I think many of us could take that advice, jump and let let God catch you. (laughs) Yeah, I'm telling you. And he keeps catching me, catching me, catching me. So many times I feel like I'm falling and it's like, oh, I got you. What advice would you offer to someone who wanted to be on this path, the path that you are as an entrepreneur, as a toxicant-free advocate? What would you tell them they needed to do? First, 
be very clear about why you want to do this. Because in tough times, which you will encounter, in down times, you will constantly come back to, why am I here again? Why am I doing this? And that is going to help see you through. And it may help you to pivot if you need to, but getting in touch with your why. Be in love and incredibly passionate about what you're doing. That also is sustaining. It helps get you through those difficult times. When you love something, you put so much into it, you put your all into it, and you put more than your all into it sometimes. And show up. No matter what the odds look like, no matter how daunting it seems, be consistent and show up. I think all those tips apply to anybody who wants to accomplish anything in life, really, anything in life. That is where we need to stop because that is so profound. (laughs) Show up and actually be in love and know why you're doing what you're doing. Exactly. Which is why it was so easy for me to leave my first job because I liked it, but I wasn't in love with it. And I couldn't really, well, yeah, I could tell you why I was doing it. It was just to have a job. And so when I came back to that, why are you here when you're feeling nauseous on a Sunday to go to work on a Monday? It was very clear to me that it was time to leave. So knowing why, and like I said, all the other things, so helpful. Here are four tips to consider when purchasing toxicin-free beauty products. Number one, learn about toxicants that can potentially harm your body. For example, learn about parabens and phthalates and sulfates, etc. Also, look up websites like EWG, the Environmental Working Group, and or download the app Think Dirty or apps like it. Number two, Know your body. Be in awareness. What does it need? Do you have any allergies? Are you allergic to dyes or fragrances? Or perhaps you're allergic to natural ingredients like coconut oil or lavender. What are you looking to accomplish? Is it to treat acne? Is it for sun treatment? Is it to treat dry skin, etc.? Look for ingredients that support those areas. For example, you may want to substitute a retinol with a bacuchiol. Know what you're looking for. Number three, Look for natural or synthetic ingredients that are not questionable. So read labels. It may seem complicated. However, there is a scientific name and a common name listed on the ingredient pack. You can also go again to EWG or Think Dirty and look up those ingredients if you are uncertain about them or if you want more information. And number four, remember, your clean may be different from someone else's clean. If you are allergic to any product, say coconut oil or lavender oil, both natural products, you won't consider a product with those ingredients toxic and free. So again, it's important to know your body and treat it accordingly. Well, thank you, Dixie. This has been amazing. Thank you so much. I loved it. The time went by really fast. Yeah, it did. It really went by quickly. (laughs) How can we find out more about you and your brand? Absolutely. So you can find us on all social media platforms, Inside Out of Beauty Market, Facebook, Inside Out of Beauty Market, Instagram. You can also find us and our store on the website, iobeautymarket.com or insideoutofbeautymarket.com. We are on Twitter as well as iobeautymarket. And we just jumped into, what's that fun? TikTok. TikTok. (laughs) We're ticking and we're talking as Inside Out of Beauty Market. (laughs) So go look for us support, follow, share with your friends. We really are here to make an impact and represent the interests of BIPOC consumers. Thanks for listening to the Start Right Here podcast. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe, rate, or review our show. 
on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, or share it with a friend. Remember, there is more than one way to the top, but all that is required is for you to take the first step. So we invite you to start right here. Remember to check out our newsletter, The Last Word from Start Right Here. On it, we offer additional information on taking a seat at the table or building one when it comes to beauty and inclusion. You can go to thebeautytable.substack.com or check the link in the show notes.